Happy Monday, everybody. Hope you had a wonderful weekend with your friends and family. And as always, thanks so much for dropping in for another Be Our Guest podcast episode. Hopefully we can share some memories and some laughs on today's podcast. And we're heading down to Atlanta, Georgia with listener Courtney. And we're talking about her Disney cruise on the brand new Disney Wish. And she was out to sea during Hurricane Ian just a few weeks ago. They had some bonus days on the ship. We talk about how that cruise was modified on the fly to accommodate the tropical storm. We also talk about their stay pre-cruise at Coronado Springs. They went to all four theme parks in just a couple of days because obviously they could not go to Walt Disney World after the cruise like they were planning to do. And just lots of fun talk on today's show. So if you're ever wanting to cruise or if you're a fan of Disney Cruise Line, you're in for a treat. We also talk a lot about Walt Disney World on the front end, so stay tuned for that. As always, our shows are brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. The agents over at the Magic for Less are standing by right now to help you plan an amazing Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney trip. Don't forget, if you book a Disney cruise with the folks over at the Magic for Less, you're going to get an up to 5% onboard credit to spend just like cash during your cruise. And that cruise costs exactly the same price as booking directly with Disney Cruise Line. So it's like getting free money to spend on your cruise. So check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click really does help us out. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You make all these shows possible, so thank you so much for that. And our patrons get that bonus show every week called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, we'd love to have you. Come on over, patreon.com slash be our guest podcast ready to take a trip to the world you found the be our guest walt disney world trip planning podcast this is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage Welcome to episode 2177 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman, from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at The Magic for Less Travel. Happy Monday to you. Hope you had a great weekend wherever the show finds you. We are coming off a big homecoming weekend at Mizzou, so uh, I'm hoping that my Tigers had a win considering we played Vanderbilt, but... Uh, if not, I'm very sad here on this Monday because that's probably our last legitimate chance at a win this year. But anyway, this is not the college football show, even though it could be. That's what we do on Sunday nights when Scott's with me. Uh, but we're going to talk Disney today. and You're going to get a double dose. We're going to talk some Walt Disney World and Disney Cruise Line. And somebody was asking me the other day on Twitter, hey, can you make these trip reports more current? So yes, we can. We're going to talk about a cruise that happened during a little event a few weeks back called Hurricane Ian. So we're going to hear about what happens when you are down in Florida or sailing with Disney Cruise Line when a tropical system moves through. So to do that, we have a special guest here today from Atlanta, Georgia, the land of Ricky and Brian. We have Courtney. What's up, Courtney? Hey, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Just saying, I, I, I've never been to Ricky's house, but I just, I find, <laughs> I, I, I watch her on Find My Friends because that's how I know like when she gets home so I can, you know, send her the link to get recording. And I know she lives in a place called Sugar Hill. So stay away from okay. the Sugar Hill 
area. That's where she's hanging somewhere. Yeah, she'll know. I'm I'm farther away from her. We're we're on the other side um, in Marietta, so so she'll know where that is. But yeah. <laughs> see, when people bring up Marietta, I always have a claim to fame for Marietta because I was going to ask you like what your what your small town is known for, but I have a story for Marietta. Back in. <laughs> My first year of college, I was speed skating around the country, right? Inline speed skating, because it was in the 90s, and that was all the rage. And um, I won a big race in Marietta, Georgia, inline short track speed skating at a skating rink called Sprinkles. It was uh, it was over Thanksgiving weekend. And the only thing I remember is we a bunch of us drove down in a motorhome from St. Louis with the, the owner of our skating rink. And it was over Thanksgiving weekend, and we were, we were like, we need to, like, we had to have turkey. For Thanksgiving, but back then everything was closed on Thanksgiving. We, we should have gone to Cracker Barrel. It was open, but we didn't. I think was going to say Cracker Barrel. Always. Right, I know. <laughs> we, we thought about it after we did this. We ended up having Subway sandwiches that were turkey. You know, because I was like, "Gotta have turkey." It's like, but we had a Subway sandwich. But I did. Yeah, we stayed at that big Marriott. I guess right there by the interstate. And uh, yeah, we loved Marietta. I mean, that that's years ago. We used to have uh, birthday parties there growing up all the time. That's you great. got your roller skating birthday parties oh, straight up nineties. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> I, I can tell you some skating stories, but uh, yes. So, Marietta, though, anything else that uh, that town's known for that maybe uh, folks would like to know about your uh, kind of corner of the world? No. So I've been listening and I knew you had asking, been asking people this recently. And I was like, oh, man, what what is Marietta? Um, and, you know, I figured the most pertinent thing for us is probably we they've started filming all these different uh, movies in Atlanta um, and all of the Marvel films, or not all of them, sorry, recent Marvel films um, have been filmed kind of all over North Northwest Atlanta um, and then in downtown too. So it's been kind of cool to see different places in all of uh, Winter Soldier, Endgame, Spider-Man, Homecoming. There was a bunch of them that were filmed kind of around here. And so you can see downtown and, and some of the different like museums and stuff like that uh, filmed kind of all around us. So That'd be crazy, you know, watching like a major motion picture. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that that's where we go to the grocery store. <laughs> I know. I can never catch them live, but, you know, at least you can see them on screen. <laughs> it's like I, I've never seen, you know, like Thor, you know, like buying a watermelon, you know, and, yeah. uh, Piggly Wiggly or whatever it is, you know, uh, kind of bizarre. Anyway, OK, so let, let's hop into your trip because we've got so much to talk yeah. about. So you guys, well, lay the groundwork. How'd this trip come together? And when did you guys go down? Like, when did you first put this trip together, first of all? Oh, my gosh. Well, very long story, but we were supposed to be going on a cruise in 2020. Obviously, COVID happened. You know what? That's how every one of our shows has started for the last five years, it feels like. I'm not kidding. Like, at least the last three. Everybody's like, well, it was supposed to happen. Man, 2020 was going to be a booming year because everybody's trip report starts exactly like that. Yeah, so this was either third or fourth times a charm of rescheduling this cruise, and we uh, we were going with our friends, Hi Kalan and Laura. Um, if I I believe they're listening, but uh, and so you you helped us uh, book this together with them. Um, but we it was our kids' fall break for both of their schools, and uh, they're kind of one of our other Disney families. Um, and so after we went on our, our last cruise, seemingly a million years ago now, we said, hey, wouldn't it be fun to go together? Um, and so all of us, there's the four adults, and then we had five kids that are eight or nine, eight, six, five, and almost two. And so we got a bunch of kids that are all about the same age um, that we wanted to go down together with. Um, and we hadn't been to the parks. My family hadn't been to the parks um, 
in a year-ish, uh, which is a long time for me. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And so I wanted to get down. We tacked on that at the beginning and we're supposed to be doing it at the end, but, but the uh, hurricane messed up our plans there. Um, and then my husband actually had a conference in Orlando after. And so it was this big kind of parks, cruise, conference, logistical fun. <laughs> hey, we, we figure it out. You know, we make it happen. And that's, that's yeah. really what happens. Okay, so again, this trip was postponed, postponed, but it finally comes together. <laughs> what, yeah. what the irony in all this, like, you know, with, right. with the hurricane after all, the, all the other <laughs> all the other stuff that you had waded through. Um, I just kind of made, made the connected the dots there. So. Yeah. I will, we'll, we'll get into the, cause I got a couple things I want to bring up about, you know, the kids on the cruise and going with yeah. friends and stuff like that. But first of all, you guys were in Atlanta. So mm-hmm. you, you, that's one of the advantages of being, you know, in proximity of Florida is that you guys were able to drive down uh, to Florida and you went to Walt Disney world first, right? So you stayed there and kind of took advantage of a couple days in the parks, I think before the cruise. Yeah. Yeah. We, we did drive down. It's probably seven hours from where we live. So it's not terrible. Um, we actually enjoy having a car, um, at Disney as well. Um, just, we kind of mix and match driving to the parks in the morning, taking the bus back or monorail, whatever makes sense, um, back to the hotel in the afternoon or evening. So that's kind of nice. Um, and so, yeah, we drove down, we stayed at, uh, Coronado beforehand, um, for a few days. Uh, and we were, like I said, we, uh, we were supposed to be going two days to the parks before and then two days after the cruise. But uh, we we spent Friday evening after we got there, got some pool time in and my husband and I were watching the hurricane going, OK, so if we don't get to go to the parks afterwards, what do we want our plans right. to be? Right. <laughs> so. Smart, though. I mean, smart. You were kind of. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things, you know, we I think everybody. I was as a, as a travel agent, you know, and I'm sure you were as a guest and everybody was at Walt Disney World. Everybody's playing armchair meteorologist because you oh, have yeah. to, you know, you had to be fluid in your in your plans. Right. So is that what you did? You modified and yeah. went with like, OK, we're just going to make sure we do exactly what we want on the front end of this in case the back end falls apart. Exactly. Yeah. So my daughter had just gotten above the 44 inch mark. And so she was dying to go on all of the rides that she had not been able to do the last time. So it was Everest, uh, Space Mountain. There was another one or two in there. But um, anyway, so we wanted to make sure that we hit those on the front end just in case we didn't go back. So thank goodness we have park hoppers yep. because we ended up at three parks on both days nice. <laughs> that we were there. Um, so yeah, we started off at uh, Epcot on our first day. Um, and wanted to do Guardians of the Galaxy, which I loved. And I'm a roller coaster person. Our whole family is. Um, I thought that ride was just awesome. I know I've heard some people are like, eh, it's it's fine, it's cool, or they get motion sick. But oh my gosh, I would have ridden it over and over again. I thought it was awesome. What, what song did you get? We got uh, Disco. Disco um, Inferno. With some yes. Disco song. Yep, yes. Disco Inferno. Yeah. See, I like that's a good one. That's a good one. I like that. Nice. Yeah. And I was going to ask if you wrote that because it's like the new hotness and a uh, big fan. Huh? Oh, yeah. 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 I went, we got off it and my daughter was like jumping up and down, like, let's do it again. And I was like, well, <laughs> this is the one that we can't do again. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's always how it is, right? It's like the kid can yeah. never like, you know, it's a small world or, you know, jungle cruise or something. You know, yeah. like, okay, yeah, let's exactly. do it again. We can do it all day. No. Um, th- let me ask you this. Okay. So you guys you were really jumping around and, and getting in and getting out. 
was what were the crowds like because and what was the energy like in the theme parks because you were kind of watching the weather and anticipating what was happening but and again i was there in 2004 when hurricane charlie passed over the walt disney world resort it was still category two at that time and i just remember that everybody was talking about it in lines and we were in restaurants you know you talk about it with your server um was it kind of that case i'd imagine it was really that case on the cruise ship but in walt disney world was that kind of was there like a buzz going around and people talking about it you saw in the theme parks or no was it kind of your uh, so we were still thinking that we were a few days out and actually because i was texting um the family that we were going on the cruise with and they're like oh my gosh are you watching this hurricane and we're like yeah at that point it still looked like it was going kind of farther south mm-hmm. it was not going to kind of hook back around so we thought maybe we'll be safe um and it wasn't supposed to hit for a couple of days so um there it wasn't you would hear talk every now and then of yeah well the hurricane this or the hurricane that but it wasn't you know really a focus i didn't think and and actually the crowds weren't too bad um we had been at uh our fall break and it's the last week of september is was our fall break and so that's when we were there um and the crowds were not bad at all and we we're early birds we like to go get a few hours done um when the crowds are still pretty low and then kind of skip the middle of the day and take a break um, and that seemed to work really well crowd-wise. I don't know that we waited longer than half an hour for anything. Good deal. Um, and yeah, and we were trying to, like like I said, knock out as much as we could. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, I mean, that's huge because like you guys are really in a time crunch because you're basically <laughs> trying to, I mean, think about it. You're trying to condense like two like short weekend trips into one. If yeah. Basically, yeah. You know, <laughs> kind of thing. Um, let me ask you this, though, with your park time, because I want to make sure we get enough time for the cruise to really dive into that. But you guys did all these parks and you were hopping around. Um, did you learn anything from that? Because, you know, there's there's transportation hacks and there's there's time that you lose in transition from the mm-hmm. Magic Kingdom to Epcot, Epcot to the studios, over to the Animal Kingdom, stuff like that. I mean, looking back on that, do you think you did that efficiently? Is there anything you'd like to share with folks that maybe get in a situation like this where you have very limited time, but you really want to maximize as many attractions as you can do. Yeah. And I think, um, like I said, we had the luxury of having a car there, which was, uh, made it a lot easier in the morning for us and and just quicker. We'd get out. I, I think we were trying to get to the parks about an hour before the actual, uh, actual opening time. So I guess that was half an hour before the early morning hours. Um, and so we ended up with a great parking spot and then, you know, you pretty much walk through security. It's not too bad there. And then when you go to leave in the afternoon, we would drive back to the resort and your car's right up front, um, and ready to go. And then we would bus around kind of in the afternoon and evening. And we didn't really have too much trouble with it, even at Coronado. Um, the, the only time that we did kind of gauge what was the best options was uh transportation wise and maybe this is something to think about for folks that are going from magic kingdom to epcot um we were there on a party night and we needed to get space mountain in just in case we couldn't go back um so we did that uh and had to be out by six o'clock um and so we left the monorail line was insane to go to the ticketed transportation center but we walked right on a ferry to get there um and so just think about the fact that you you don't necessarily need to be on the monorail the entire time from Magic Kingdom to Epcot. True. Um, but yeah, the ferry was just like 
taken on people like crazy. Yeah, I think it's so, gigantic. And plus, I mean, yeah, I, I think it's always everybody's second choice. Yeah, I've... exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but we figured we had a monorail ride into to Epcot, yeah. so we were like, hey, seriously, I mean, it's we'll, an extra we'll motor. I try to yeah. do as many different forms of transportation I can get. You know, big boats, little boats, monorails, oh, skyline, yeah. skyliner. You know, whatever, whatever I can get. Yeah, that's a great tip. So. Let me ask you real quick though, Coronado. What what did you think? What did the kids think? Was was it was it someplace you would go back to? Oh, we love Coronado. We've uh, that's kind of our go to. Um, uh, same. We <laughs> stay, I know. I've stayed in the tower with on an adult trip just with my husband once, and that I love the tower. I want to get back to a room there soon. But um, we were in the ranchos um, and had not stayed there before. Uh, it was nice. The The quiet pool there was closed, which was kind of a bummer because it was really close to our room. Um, but we ended up not having a ton of pool time anyways because we were trying to squeeze it all in yeah. <laughs> at the park. So um, their pool is amazing. The kids love it. So, um, yeah, we keep coming back there and water sliding and, yeah. you know, the it's food it. is excellent. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's got great dining on site and the dig site pool is just outstanding. It's... Oh, yeah. And the poolside bar there, uh, siestas or whatever. Oh man, good they make stuff. a good margarita. They, yeah. they make a good margarita, and they have great um, well, the the little cheesy that uh, look like burritos. What are they? Uh, oh, empanadas. I mean, have yes. order of empanadas in a margarita bed is from in heaven at the pool. Yeah. <laughs> Sign me up. Okay, so um, what? Speaking of food, real quick though, before we got to the before we get to the cruise, what was your best meal that you had pre-cruise at Walt Disney World? Uh, we, yeah, so we hit the usual. Satuli Canteen at Animal Kingdom is one of our favorites. We always try and go there. Um, we went to Brown Derby for the first time. Um, it was good. So um, give me a quick review of that, because again, that's one of the places I've never been because it's, it's signature. So it's going to be a little bit on the pricey side. And it mm -hmm. just, for me, it doesn't have a hook. You know what I'm saying? Like I've gone to fifties because it's got the, you know, the kitschy 50s yep. vibe. I go to sci-fi because it's a drive-in. You know, I go all these other, like, Brown Derby, just, it, it's like, it's a restaurant. You know, I know it's yeah, got kind of the old, and, like, Hollywood kind of feel, but. It, I, I kind of felt like that, too. Well, and I wanted the Cobb salad because I knew that that I was heard their that. thing. Yeah, I want that, too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so we went in, my husband and I actually split that and, and an appetizer, I think. Um, and it, the portions were giant. Um, and it actually, you know, with the salad, it was reasonably priced. I, I was actually shocked when we got the bill. I was like, oh, yeah, I was thinking signature. Nice. Um, but uh, it it was a nice break, I'll say, from the heat just to be inside. And the food was good. Um, probably not our very favorite, but maybe one of the best or the better at Hollywood Studios, I guess, yeah. is how I would rate it. <laughs> See, the problem with Hollywood Studios, a lot of times I'll hop on the Skyliner and go over to Riviera or to uh, yeah. Caribbean Beach or something, you know, grab yep. something there. So, but yeah, yeah I, I'm going to give it a try because I've never done it. And the Cobb Salad, I've always, I mean, I've heard about it for a couple decades probably, you know, never yeah. had it. It was so. good. It was good. Okay. I, I'm um, doing it next time then. Now, uh, and I will say for anybody that um, likes to do kind of food and wine or the festivals, um, one of the nights we went and saw Harmonious because we hadn't seen it yet um, and our kids were getting hangry. <laughs> so we needed to get them food. So we went, uh, this was when we were coming from Magic Kingdom to Epcot and we walked in, got them food at Connections Eatery, I think is what it's called. Um, and they just got, you know, chicken fingers or whatever. And my husband and I wanted to do some more food and wine, um, but we knew they weren't going to last. And so it, that was really nice. We sat down and got a drink. They ate their 
chicken fingers or whatever. And then we kind of planted the family down at a spot for harmonious. And then either my husband or I would go out and get some food at the food booths, come back and we kind of snack. So it was kind of a nice that's way a good to idea. That's, that's, yeah. a, that's a good way to parent right there. You know, cause I've been there, man. I remember <laughs> this was back in the day when there was still McDonald's at Epcot. Like we were, I think it was on New Year's Eve. We were camping out for illuminations, <laughs> the tag. And I, I remember my mother-in-law went with us that trip. And I remember like sitting there with Paige and like Pam would run and get a snack because we had a really good spot. And then, you know, then I would have yep. to go do the running because like I wanted fish and chips and nobody else eats fish. So like, you know, but Mallory, <laughs> or Mallory went around. Paige wanted fries from the McDonald's place, the refreshment port. Oh, it was yeah. a mess. But okay, let me ask you this though. First time seeing Harmonious, rate it one to 10. What did you think? Um... You know, we actually really liked it. I would give it maybe an eight. I nice. think those, and I, I was listening to one of the shows on, on my run this uh, morning and the taco barges, <laughs> those, I, I agree. Those can go, I, I'm, I'm not into that. It kind of spoils it during the day to the, uh, the views, but I thought the show was wonderful. And I love, I don't know. There's something about the fireworks at Epcot, um, they just kind of explode everything. I feel like at the end and it's, it's so easy to get a good spot. And I do like, uh, I do like compared. Yeah. All yeah. Around. Yeah. yeah. The, the night before we tried to see, um, the, uh, enchantment at magic kingdom and it was not magical. <laughs> there were just <laughs> a million people. And we actually, my son was like, can we just leave? And we were like halfway through the show and we're like, yes, yes, yes we can. It's too many people. <laughs> And so harmonious, just we had a great night, and uh, it was a uh, it was a core memory night. I told my husband we were walking out. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I love that that idea of a core memory night. That's perfect. Yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> and that's a great call. You know, what? There, there's there's just some fireworks or evening extravaganzas that are easier to do than others. And yep. you know, World Showcase Lagoon, you can see that from a million different spots and get a oh, good, yeah. view, a decent viewing of the show, pretty much anywhere. Not a perfect viewing, but decent. Magic Kingdom, especially now with the projections, you, you have a limited angle, yep. you know, and now with Fantasmic returning on November 3rd, you know, that's one of those, I love the show, but it's a lot of work to get in and out of that theater, know. you know, like, it seems like it's really easy until you actually start, like, walking back towards there and they start, like, jamming in like cattle and... I mean, it's worth it because I love the show, but man, it's a lot of work. I just I started know. thinking about I that. Know. I haven't thought about that for like two years. I'm like, oh yeah, fantastic. I'm like, oh man, when I get in there <laughs> on a hot summer night, man, you're jammed in there waiting for the show. Anyway, oh, yeah. let's talk cruising because it's been yeah. chilly in the Midwest and I want to talk about being on a cruise ship. So you <laughs> also combine this with a Disney wish cruise, like you said, with your friends. Let me jump into that because you said you went with friends. Mm -hmm. I have always said this about cruising and I 100% believe this. That cruising is awesome no matter when you get to go, especially with Disney Cruise Line, no matter what. Cruising, Disney Cruise is my favorite Disney vacation, bar none. And I loved Disneyland this summer. I mean, I fell in love with Disneyland, but Disney Cruise Line still takes it. However, cruising with friends takes the cruise experience for me and multiplies it by at least 10. Because there's so many opportunities on a cruise ship to do stuff with your friends that you'll make, so, like you said, core memories. You'll have stories forever when you get home, you know, like uh, match your mate down in the adult area one night. You know, if you do that with your friends, you get home, you're talking about that forever. You know, playing bingo or sports trivia or watching the diaper dash or running, you know, the 5K on Keswicky, whatever it is. There's so many opportunities to do things with your friends and with groups that I think cruising is a very fun thing to do 
with extended family, with friends when you get that opportunity. So did you kind of feel that now that you've sailed with friends? Oh yeah, for sure. Especially if you're going to unexpectedly be stuck on a ship for, <laughs> for, for a week with rainy weather. Um, yeah, we were joking at the end where we were like, oh my gosh, thank goodness we were together and the kids had, you know, their buds. Otherwise that, uh, that ship would have felt really small, I think. <laughs> but right. No, we, we loved it. And we, yeah, it was, it was fun to do things as the four adults. It was fun to be, you know, watching a movie on the pool deck, all nine of us. Um, the moms went out and got drinks one night. I, it was just, it's fun to be with friends like that. Um, it is. It is. It, like I said, especially when, when maybe you're inside more than you were expecting. <laughs> exactly. That's yeah. I mean, there's a worse place to be than on a Disney cruise on a ship, but I mean, oh, gosh, I get it because yeah. you're not expecting it, but yeah, that's why I love our podcast cruises. I mean, everybody becomes, there's something about being on a cruise ship. Like you can become fast friends with strangers, like oh, yeah. folks you've never met. Like by the end of a cruise, like my wait staff, every time I go on a cruise, like by the yes. time it's breakfast that, you know, the, the morning you got to get off the ship, I'm like, I can't leave you. Like, I, I, how am I going to eat like lunch at the airport? Like I, nobody's going to give me my, my napkin, you know, I'm gonna, how am I going to put the napkin in my lap? You know, it's like, I, like, I want to cry. Like, it's so weird. The cruising environment is just, everything's like hyperbolic. Like every, it's like hyper fun. It's like hyper, you make relationships yes. quickly. It's I mean, if you've never cruised, you got to do it to understand, but it is, it's, it's pretty amazing. So, okay, let's, let's kind of take it from the top. You guys are over at Walt Disney World. You drive to the port. Let's talk about arri arrival at the port, embarkation, stuff like that. Because again, there's probably a nervous energy with all this possible Ian stuff yeah, going on. Yeah. And that's when, so Ian had started to turn now. So we were hoping that we were just going to sail out of it. And then we were like, this is going to be the bougie experience, most bougie experience ever. We're going to go out from Walt Disney World. There's going to be a hurricane there and we're going to come back and it's going to be sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. No kidding. Yeah. It didn't go quite that way, but um, yeah, we had, it was super smooth getting in. Um, we ended up now check-in, you know, 30 days in advance was kind of a nightmare. You got to stay up till midnight and then the systems were down and we were trying to get an early port arrival time. Um, but we ended up, our friends and us had port, arri port arrival times like 15 minutes apart. Um, and we were at, at 1130 or 1145. So we were, that was about perfect. We figured we'd get in um, and grab lunch and then, you know, get some pool time in and stuff like that. And security, parking, all of that was a breeze. Um, we had to wait maybe half an hour, like at, at the, in the actual port building before we could get on the ship. Um, and uh, yeah, everything was really easy. We skipped, we did skip the like family picture that you can get right yeah. before you get I on do, the ship. I did the same thing. I'm always, there was so, a big amped line. I'm always yeah. so amped up. Like, <laughs> Don't have time for that picture, man. I got to have five more minutes on the ship. This, this, cruise. I know that's totally exactly. <laughs> There's like three people in line. Like, nope, don't have time for that picture. I know what my family looks like. <laughs> I know, right. I was like, we're going to have plenty of pictures on the ship. That's what Bye. I say. Exactly. <laughs> I got my iPhone 14. We're good. Let's go. Yeah. Selfies exactly. all around. So let me, what were the kids saying? Like upon arrival, like when you pull to me, there's nothing like, because we always drive over to the port usually um because we've taken a on, on podcast cruises we've rented like a mini bus a couple of times with like scott's family or pam's family and uh there's nothing like kind of going over that hump there um is you you know you're like on the causeway or whatever that road is and you start to see the uh the smokestacks there yep. from the cruise ships and 
it's like, oh man, we're actually, there's the boat. It's actually in port. I can't believe it. We're getting on this thing in an hour or two. What were the kids? I mean, I bet you they were just like out of their minds, right? Or, or were they not? I oh, mean, were they, they were, super pumped? Oh no, they were super pumped. Uh, and we had been talking about this. I mean, obviously it was a year plus two years in the making. And so they had been so excited to, to um, get on this ship. And we had been watching YouTube videos and showing them the kids club and, they were pumped to hang out with their friends on the ship and see what all they could do. And um, so, yeah, we, as soon as we were driving over the the bridge, they were like, the ship. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> see the Mickey and, I'm always yeah, taking pictures on driving. I'm like, it's not safe, but I can't help it. Like, I, I know, I know. <laughs> um, so they were super excited and we uh, un planned but ended up pulling in like right as our friends were getting there too we figured we'd meet them on the ship you know once everybody had been checked in and so they it was perfect we they all got hyped up sitting at the port waiting to get on the ship and it was uh it was great timing so okay so let's talk about a ride disney cruise line does arrival on when you actually step across <laughs> onto the boat better than anybody they oh. they really welcome you on i mean they, they treat you like i mean <laughs> This is how I want to walk out of my bedroom every morning, like to go to work. You know, I I, I work from home. You know, like go to work. Yeah. You know, I walk out of my you know kitchen into the you know go down the steps to my my computer. <laughs> this yeah. is it. You know, I got a whole fifty foot commute. Um, but I would love that if every morning, you know, somebody was on a microphone like, "Here comes Mike Rallman." You know, oh, welcome yeah. to Tuesday. You know, but they make you like you're just amped up because they walk me onto the ship. You're in that huge, beautiful atrium. There's all kinds of people cheering you on. And then, you know, like you said, you go to a buffet, you go have, you know, lunch, you go on the aqueduct, mm -hmm. you can do whatever you want. So give us kind of that, that first, you know, before sail away, because that's, it's kind of chaotic because a lot of times your stateroom's not ready and you're just like, you got so many things you want to do, yep. but you really don't know what you exactly are going to do until dinner. Yeah. And we got on, they, like you said, they announced your family, we, they have, um, uh, magic wands or, or wishing wands that they gave out to whoever wanted them. And then they have, um, I, gosh, it seemed like every half hour, an hour, there was kind of like a wish you, you grant a wish on the ship, um, or make dreams come true. And, and all the lights go off in the atrium and kind of come down the chandelier. And there's a storyteller out that kind of leads that. Um, and then there was a prince and a princess. I believe it was Princess Tiana and Prince Naveen that were kind of up in the balcony in the atrium. And, you know, it's just like when you walk into anything Disney and you got that like goofy smile because it's just so happy. I it, Like you said, it's just, you just feel so like pumped to be there yeah. and it's like it's um, everybody's here. happy yeah. and yeah <laughs> you know it's like you almost got to pinch yourself because like you've been looking forward to it for so long and like you look down yep. at your feet and you're actually on the ship you know yep. it, it's it's weird so now you you were obviously on the disney wish the newest ship in the disney yes. cruise line fleet um but you had been on the dream before right yes yeah yeah so it's um so the atrium was beautiful. And I, we were talking about this a little bit, but before the show, I, we, my husband and I kept like comparing and contrasting and what did we like better and what was different. And, um, it, it didn't seem as kind of grand as the dream atrium, but everything, and this probably carries throughout the ship, but everything seemed like a little bit brighter. It, it was all more like bright blues and whites and, um, felt a little bit more modern obviously it's mm -hmm. brand new so so that 
is <laughs> the way that it should be. But um, yeah, the dream was more kind of nautical and navies and reds and and all of that. And so yeah, it it was a different feel. Um, but a gorgeous ship. Um, the and the staircase in the atrium was beautiful uh, as well. It just yeah, it seemed a little bit smaller or less grand or something like that than than what we remembered from the dream. You see, I, I've yet to be on the wish. Uh, hopefully, here very soon. Obviously, we're doing our podcast cruise in July on the wish, and uh, I'm just excited to try something different. Now, my problem is, man, I am so in love with my favorite of the dream and the fantasy. Like, I love the bigger ships. I love the way they're laid out, but I mean, again, something new, different variety, because I know that the Wish is very different than the other four ships, and uh, I'm excited to check it out, but I have heard exactly that. I've heard a lot of pros and cons, you know, as yep. far as, you know, veteran cruisers, and that's fine, because the thing is, like, you know, you could use the Wish and, you know, sail on it here, you know, do the fantasy, the magic, the wonder, you know, go to all these exotic places. That's the great thing about cruise ships, is that it gives you a lot of variety, so... I'm going to ask you at the very end, you know, kind of to sum that up. But let me <laughs> let me ask you about sail away and then the first dinner and the first day and, and also your stateroom. What did, how did that work out for you? Yeah, we um, so we got on the ship and we had packed bathing suits and stuff in our um, carry on so that we knew that we wanted to go grab lunch. We like to sit down at lunch um, and then change into swimsuits um, and the kids were going to have some pool time and try and get on the aqua mouse, which it was down actually when we first got on. Um, but we ended up being able to ride it later. Um, don't forget sunscreen and flip-flops in your carry-on. Right. <laughs> um, I did. And so our kids were walking around. We borrowed our friend's sunscreen, but uh, they were walking around in their tennis shoes uh, at the at the pool. You, you know, because so, you know, that, that pool deck is like, it's like hot. It's that game, hot oh, lava. Yes. I'm just telling yeah. you because I remember riding the aqueduct on all the other ships. And I mean, you have to walk, you know, back around to get back to the steps. And I'm not, I, I swear the Disney Cruise Line heats that, that surface of that deck to oh like 700 degrees to separate the men from the boys. Like they're yep. trying to keep the line down. Cause it's like, okay, do you want to sacrifice like the first layer of your skin? Okay. I will. Right, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Yeah. So we had, we had some pool time and then um, we, kind of sat down for the sail away uh, party. And it was, I mean, we weren't wildly early and there was plenty of room up front. Everybody was super nice at all of the shows actually about letting the kids, probably the first two or three rows were just kids. Everyone, the kids would kind of sneak through. Um, and man, the shows on the dream, or sorry, the wish um, were awesome. The sail away show was amazing. It got everybody just super pumped. And then as soon as you hear the whistle blow, it's talking about it. Like it, when that happens, you're just like, Oh, cause when you're in Port Canaveral, you're just like, yeah, I'm on the good ship. Yep. <laughs> yep. I hate to say that cause I've sailed on Royal Caribbean out of Port Canaveral too, but like their horns are just like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, dude, my horn plays music. Get, get out of here. Look at my shit compared to yours. Yours is white. <laughs> uh, yeah yeah it was it was awesome so that yeah so we we sailed away and i think it, it's pretty soon uh, we were the first dinner seating because we had the little ones and so we assumed that was probably and that worked out well because still uh we could get the littlest to uh to bed not too late um but we i think just went and changed and then went down for dinner and we had dinner at 1923 was the first night um, so that was like kind of this serious restaurant. <laughs> yes. um, the food was 
very good there though. Um, the kids probably liked it the least out of, you know, but they're competing against Avengers and Frozen. Yeah, I mean, so. as yeah. the universe should go, like you liked it, you said the food was outstanding. The kids are going to be like, bleh. Yeah, yeah. We we ended up because it got extended a couple of days. We ended up eating there again. Uh, and we, you talk about your wait staff. I, uh, we had an incredible service team, um, and Carlos and uh, Carlos was our head server, and he was amazing. If you guys are on the wish and get him, Carlos from Peru. Um, <laughs> uh, we asked him. We went back there and asked him. We were like, Carlos, the kids want to go to the kids club. Bring their food out as quickly as possible. The grownups are going to stay. And we're gonna have a long dinner, but we're getting the kids out of here. And he, man, they they got him in and out. The kids were old enough to check themselves into the kids club. And I'll tell you, uh, any parents that want to implement that plan, it was lovely. <laughs> we had a nice long dinner afterwards at the grown-up restaurant, and uh, that that was a nice way to do that one when the kids weren't super pumped to go back there. That is a great tip. That is a great. Yeah. That's why I love doing these shows because we have a lot of folks that are considering cruises, never been on them. And, you know, they might not have even known that was an option. The kids can check, you know, at certain ages, mm -hmm. check themselves yep. in, check themselves out with parental permission. You got to sign a sheet. Um, let me ask you this. So we'll hop into is more sequential throughout the cruise. What did the kids think overall of the kids activities, the kids clubs with the you know, stuff going on there? Was, was it something that you had to prime out of or was it something they, you know, wanted to spend time with you guys 50 50? What, what were their thoughts? Mm -hmm. It was a little bit of both, actually. So we, I mean, they wanted to spend, uh, we did the open house the first day just to kind of see, well, and the grownups wanted to see it too. And it was pretty sweet. Did, did, <laughs> did anybody go down the slide? Because there's that awesome slide, right? Uh, you know, I can't remember if the husband, I, if the husbands did. I we were carrying yeah, junk. I, I, I wanted to. I know, but me, I, on the podcast cruise, I'm totally, even if they tell yeah. me I can't, I'm just going to, I mean, put me in Disney. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the kids, they would purposefully go up to that floor so that they could go down the slide. They loved it. Um, but yeah, and they, I mean, it was so cute. All of the details in there were uh, the little like princess area with the library. There was art, uh, like a little art room, the Imagineering space. So my husband and I, are, there's Georgia Tech stuff behind us. We're both engineers. And so we were sitting there and we're like, can we do all the Imagineering activities? Nice. And you could do the my son, I think, had built as many roller coasters as you could where you kind of select your tracks and stuff and then you get to sit and it uh, plays the roller coaster you design has plays on the screen in front of you. And so they had a really good time doing that. I think they spent an entire day working on roller coasters on the <laughs> the second day. We did have to pry them out of the kids club. But <laughs> and, and, and now we know where Cyberspace Mountain ended up from uh, Disney Quest. back. In yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, so they, they loved it. The Star Wars, um, Star Wars area was so cool. Um, there's a lot of switches and, um, knobs and things to turn and stuff that happens in there. And, um, some iPads with, uh, games that are connected to kind of some of the stuff around the room. Um, the, the trick is figuring out when it's not going to be super crowded. Yep. And so the kids could have, you know, more time to do that which dinner time again the early dinner time that's why they wanted to to go back to was to do the avengers piece where you got to design your own suit and all of that i guess that was crowded a lot um but they said there was nobody down at the kids club when when we hurried through dinner that one night <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure because the parents were like okay you have to eat dinner yeah. with us and then you can go you know but like yeah. your kids are smart they yep. gotta get my <laughs> six chicken tenders in me a little couple fries and i'm out see you oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> i've been 
there. Don't worry. Trust me. Okay, so I mean, we got to get all this in. So, so much. Yeah. Uh, you guys, that first night, it looks like you went to Hyperspace uh, Lounge. Yes. Oh, yeah. So, 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 over the course of the cruise, I think we hit all of the adult kind of bar areas. And there are most of them, like we took the kids in Hyperspace Lounge the next day. During the day, you can bring your kids in to see because we thought they might think it was cool. Um, and it was really cool. They have the like sweet smoke gun that pops a bubble of smoke on top yeah. of your drink. And um, it, yeah, it was a cool space. And uh, we it not, ended up not being our favorite. The drink, they didn't have a ton of drinks there that we kind of appealed to us. And, or my husband's a beer drinker. They didn't have a kind of lot of big beer selection or anything. So we like some of the other bars a little bit better, but the kind of atmosphere was really cool. So what real quick though, what would you say was your favorite adult lounge or bar on the ship? Um, so there's the night, the Rose was gorgeous. That's the one that's right next to Enchante, the adult restaurants. Mm -hmm. Um, and you can go up there. We didn't have a reservation for the restaurant or anything, but you can still go up there. It is like floor to ceiling glass. Um, and just beautiful. They had great cocktails. I'm a wine drinker. They had a good selection of wine. Um, and it was just like a nice quiet place. Um, and so we went there a couple of times. Um, and then we ended up at Tiana's Bayou and Keg and Compass. Tiana's Bayou was kind of in the middle of the ship. It was right kind of outside the atrium and just sort of open. Um, and that was a good place to go. And then the Keg and Compass is sort of like the pub. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, yeah, if you wanted beer, that was a good place to go get it. They had probably the best selection. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. I want to make sure we hit all these places. Cause that way yeah. people won't have an expectation when they get on the ship. Cause so many people have not been on the wish yet that, uh, they'll have a good idea. Okay. So look, I'm, I'm just going to try to get to, cause we have about 15 minutes. I'm going to try to get all this in. So <laughs> let's talk about, um, the activities that you could do on board as far as like the fun stuff that you could do as a group that you, you know, like the trivias and the you know diaper dashes and, and that kind of stuff what were what were some of the things you participated like with the cruise director staff stuff like that yeah the, we did um we ended up doing a lot of that and they added a lot of that in for the extra two or so two or three days that we were on the ship um so we did a lot more than we were thinking we were going to be able to um we watched karaoke a couple of times which was super fun and then our kids got up and did karaoke and did we don't talk about bruno which was nice. adorable um <laughs> we uh and they had crafts like family crafts adult craft time kids craft time um that was one of the things that i think they threw in um quite a bit of uh when we were on board in, in the rain um, I, pi I picture so like a big like glass box. It just says yeah. like with a bunch of craft stuff from like Michaels and it just says in case oh of gosh. hurricane break glass. And all it is is like, you know, little fuzzy things and glue and like pops. Oh, yeah. sticks. oh there was literally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, they had it where you could make um, kind of buttons or pins that you color your own and they turn it into a button. We made like a little kind of drawstring backpack. The kids nice. like traced characters on it. There was a bunch of good stuff that they did um, to kind of fill up, fill in the time there. Um, one of our favorite things was the um, Incredibles obstacle course, the Hero Zone, maybe it was called. Um, 
So we did, we ended up, I mean, the dads were racing. I raced my daughter, the, the, it was like a tournament of, you know, elimination. It's the NCAA tournament going on. Uh, Any any, any kind of competition is awesome. I love that. So yeah. And it was (laughs) super fun. We thought we were going to crush the kids and there's this little area of kind of like a a coil that you had to run through and the kids would just zoom through yeah, it and fair. every adult would get stuck. <laughs> yeah, not fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Protest. But it, we had so much fun doing that and then going and playing ping pong and, and stuff right outside. So oh. that was fun. And and at that same area, there was a silent disco. We had, there were a couple of, there's a family silent disco and an adult one um, where, you know, you get the headphones and turn to whatever music and, um, I had a blast doing that and we were dancing around with the kids and, um, that was super fun. Uh, the videos are hilarious. That, that too. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Silent discos are awesome in the moment, but then when you get like, if you video, you, you, if you ever, this is my pro tip, you have to videotape with your, you know, take your phone out and shoot video of the silent disco. Yes. And like, while you're in the moment, it's hilarious. I mean, it is because everybody's kind of dancing to different, like what are they dancing to? But if you look, their color's different on their headphones. They're obviously, so maybe they're dancing to country. You're dancing to top 40, you know, somebody else oh, yeah. over in the court, some couple that's like really drunk, like slow dancing <laughs> to some song, who knows? And, but then when you watch the video, like it is dead silent in there, except for people's sneakers going squeak, 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 squeak. And people are just getting, getting singing and thinking that they're doing a really yeah, good job. Yeah. <laughs> I go back and watch that video from our last podcast cruise where we had, um, the silent disco and it is the i crack up every time i watch it because i mean just people are just all over the place and all you hear is squeaky sneakers yes. and there's a couple people screaming that's exactly it's amazing. oh yeah no it was it was so fun it was so fun so they did a really good they did a really good job kind of filling in and i'll quickly so we we were supposed to be there monday through friday um that first or the second night we were watching the aerial show um and they came on and said hey we're we're going to be staying on at least until saturday or sunday um and maybe not going to castaway key because we don't know how everything's going to be and they're like but we're going to fill in all of the entertainment and all of that make sure that there's plenty of stuff to do um and they did they did and at the end we the the following night they said that we were not coming back for sure until Sunday, but we were going to be able to go to Castaway Key. So everyone was pumped about that. So did, did the um, whole ship like this erupt at once? I mean, oh, I yes. Imagine, it was oh, right. Like, the, I would lose my mind. I'd be like, oh my God, hit the jackpot. Are you kidding? Yes, it was. It would. And they would do these announcements right before the evening show. Yeah. And yes, the entire cruise ship was like, yeah, and cheering. Um, yeah. And so that was very exciting. Um, and then I think they were just kind of like drawing what, pulling whatever they could in to kind of fill up the days. Cause like I said, it it was rainy from the hurricane. We sailed out to somewhere in the Atlantic to kind of escape it. And so we finally got some sunshine, but they knew that we were going to be inside. Um, I'll tell you, uh, and we did this sort of over the course of the cruise, um, the uncharted adventure, the, it's, kind of like the detective agent, the midship detective agency, the game that's on board. Um, We started playing that uh, once we knew we were going to be on there for a while um, and did the Uncharted Adventure game for over probably three days. And there's all these different little kind of battles and you interact in games with uh, different kind of digital pictures all over the ship. Um, That was super fun. It was the pilot so it was very glitchy (laughs) but once we worked through the glitches that game was super fun so if you're on a longer 
cruise or, you know, have bad weather, highly suggest doing that. Um, and then they have this really cool show um, on like the last day or two of the cruise where um, you're trying to get the final piece of the wishing star from Ursula and um, yeah, confetti rains, Mickey and Minnie are there. It, nice. it, it was really fun. Um, so I was glad that we got to do that. Uh, filled up a good bit of time. And, and that last, even if you didn't play the game, the like show at the very end is very cute. It's a good way to get um, your steps in too. Cause you're all over the place. Oh my right? gosh. Oh yeah. All over the place. All over the place. <laughs> I remember playing, I, yeah, I remember playing yeah. mid midship detective agency with uh, Mallory and it's like, Oh my God, we are, yeah. this ship is bigger than I thought. I thought the ship was small. We're yes. everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I like to walk, but I'm just like, dude, I'm on vacation. Okay, I, got, I want to ask yeah. you about this though, because you guys got to preview the uh, villains tonight, kind of Hollywood Squares yes. new thing they're debuting on this ship. So, what did you? I mean, it's the very first time. I think this was the yeah. very, very first performance. Well, at right? least that's what they told us. Yeah, but I think, yeah, I mean, for guests, I think it was. Yeah, we weren't allowed to have cameras or phones or anything in there, um, and there was a bunch of people in the back on their laptops and stuff. But so it, it, we, I think it was the first time. But yeah, it was it was uh, another cute show. They had like Kronk and Cruella and uh, um, Maleficent, a bunch of them, and yeah, it was Hollywood Square nice. style. I and love two that stuff because I love like old game shows. Like just, oh now, yeah, now they're hitting me right there. You know, oh yeah, tic tac toe, little uh, pressure luck. We could do like a whole thing. <laughs> oh yes. It, and it was fun. It was fun. So I, if that, I don't, I can't imagine that's only for Halloween cruises. Um, I imagine that'll stick around for all of the other ones, but, um, that was super cute. Uh, and the kids had fun. The grownups had fun. Um, so that was a good one to go to as well. Okay. A couple things. I, we haven't even talked about Castaway. You did get to go to Castaway, yeah. which it was kind of yeah. up in the air, whether you were going to get to go or not. So how was the day there? I mean, was the weather okay? Did, I see that yes. it looks like uh, you guys got off the ship early because you did the 5K. Yes. <laughs> that's, yeah. Uh, that's well, and we, so one of the coolest things was the Fantasy was at Castaway Key the day before. Um, and so we actually sailed by the Fantasy oh, um, and we're like cool. waving from the, the oh, deck and so they honk cool. their horn and all that. Um, and then the next day, so we just traded traded places. But yeah, we uh, we got off a ship early. The weather was gorgeous. Um, I think the hurricane sucked up all of the <laughs> yep, sucked happens. up all the rain. Um, and so yeah, the I mean the water was beautiful. It was hot, but we didn't really care. Uh, we were on land and and uh, <laughs> yeah. and in sunshine. So um, yeah, we uh, we got off early. The beach was not crowded at all, which was nice. Again, we're early birds. So the uh, we hung with the kids and the dads ran the 5K, said it was wildly hot it, um, and well, humid. But we always, we always do, yeah, we do the podcast cruise every year in July and we do the, we always do the 5K. Yeah. And that, I don't know why we do it. I mean, we do it because we have the lizards, right? The, the running group. Yeah. So we've like raised money for Give Kids a World on the 5K there is like the ending kind of run. And I'm telling you what, man, there is no, because you're running basically through like the jungle it, on the, you know, on that, on that course on Castaway Key. And you're just like, what is going on? It is so, I mean, it is ungodly humid. It is hot. You're just like, and then, you, you know, you're finishing up like on just blacktop on a big airstrip. So it is, uh, it is crazy, but yeah, kudos to the, to the dads for getting out there to run in 5k. Yeah. And then I, you get like a little cute little plastic metal at the end. Um, and so they did that and then met us on the beach. Um, and, uh, yeah, so Castaway Key was lovely. We did the Pelican Point 
I yeah. think it's called. I can't remember. The water slide there. Um, snorkeled around for a little bit. Uh, and then the kids went to Scuttle Cove and did kind of capture the flag. And there were a couple other activities on the kids club on the island, um, which they thought was fine. Um, but we wanted to go see the Serenity Bay, the Lucky. adult section, because we hadn't been there um, ever. And so we we were like, okay, well, y'all can go there for just a couple hours and we can go check it out. Um, and that water was much rougher. It was it was wavy, um, and not what I expect from the Caribbean usually. But the beach was beautiful, yep. so we didn't end up going in. But um, but the kind of scenery was beautiful. Yeah, we're gonna get to go there on the podcast cruise this time because Mallory's finally old enough. We can leave her to her devices on the on the island for a little while. She'll be fifteen, so we are gonna get to go to Serenity Bay, and I'm super pumped for that. So. Because I've heard like that bar down there, like the food's way better down there too than like, I mean, I love cookies. Don't get me wrong. Cookies is like yeah. my jam. Cookies and cookies too. But I want to give that place a shot down there for lunch. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't, we didn't eat there. We got a couple of drinks. I got a margarita again. Um, and yeah, we got a couple of drinks there and the bar was nice and they have like big, like cushy couches or, oh, you know, man. outdoor couches and Not stuff. Fair. And so we just sat there and had a drink before we went and got the kids again. And it was very relaxing and lovely. <laughs> I am there in July. Save me a seat. Yes. Okay, so <laughs> we got to wrap this up. But let me ask you a couple of things. So, stateroom. How did, how did that work out for your for your family and and for the other family? Did the staterooms were fine? Yeah, yeah. I forgot we never got there. Yeah, uh, we were on I think um, deck seven, uh, which was nice. It was kind of in between kids club pool deck, um, and so you were never going up more than you know four flights. <laughs> Uh, um, the staterooms were beautiful. I'll say they've, they've got that over the, the dream. Not that the staterooms on the dream were bad, but, um, it, everything was just nice and bright. Um, and, uh, the bathrooms were lovely too. The glass doors on the shower, which I liked because you don't feel like there's a shower curtain attacking you. Right, <laughs> right, totally. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And we just had the regular family, um, suite for four and then our friends um they've got three kids and so they had the um the actual family suite um which has a little bit of extra room and so that was nice i walked in there um and the, it had a little bit of extra room yep. um right before the veranda um so it they were lovely um we really liked it and you know the the hallways everything was different themed we had a frozen room um, and our friends had a Cinderella room, I believe. Um, That's cool. and so it was just, they're pretty. That's yeah. super cool. Well, I mean, we could talk about this for another couple hours. Cause I mean, you have so yeah. many stories and I, <laughs> I love talking cruise line, but we got to wrap it. But as we do, um, you know, give us like one, one like story, like that you're going to leave this, this cruise with, I mean, obviously very special with the hurricane. You got had an extended <laughs> cruise, Got to, you know, cruise with families. It wasn't exactly what you're expecting. You know, a lot of rainy weather inside, stuff like that. But I mean, was there, is there like one epic story that like you share with your friends? Like, I can't believe it. You know, maybe something you guys did the, you know, one of yeah. the night, two and out the adults or as families, something like that. So, oh gosh. Yeah. So I'll say the pirate night, you want to talk about core memory nights again. The, the pirate night on this ship was amazing. The show before is like a rock concert our kids are like jamming up in the front row and the adults are singing along um and then you have the fireworks and then there's like a dance party afterwards and we were like oh my gosh it just yes. we left that night and it was just amazing um but one of our favorite uh nights we 
told the kids, we were like, okay, um, if you guys want to have a little bit of time alone, they had decided that they were going to show Hocus Pocus 2. Um, so we gave them one of our phones so that they could text us and we let them sit in the movie theater by themselves, which they thought was just oh, like yeah. the coolest thing. <laughs> this is the big, the big kids, the big yeah. kids. And they thought that this was like the coolest thing. And the grownups, we all went and we're just, you know, we went to the adult section of the ship and um, sat at the pool and the boy, I, we were just joking around and it was just, we didn't do anything special, but the kids wouldn't stop talking about it. They thought yeah. it was amazing that they got to have their own time. And then we just, it was one of those nights of just like good conversation for two hours before we picked up the kids. <laughs> so it was, yeah, we had a couple of just great nights like that. Yeah. And you know, you, I'm glad you brought that up because you know, when you go to Walt Disney world, you're on vacation, right? And you have a good time and you make core memories there, just like you do on the cruise ship. But the thing is, at Walt Disney World, it seems like you're 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 so busy all the time, right? Especially nowadays with checking my Disney experience, looking Genie Plus reservations. Where's my the, you know Where's my ADR? Where's my okay. uh, you know like What am I doing next? Is a lot of you know you're always like strategizing, constantly like in a mode of how can I set myself up for success for the next two steps of my vacation. Where on a Disney cruise or any cruise really, when you're out to sea, once you actually leave the port and you get out there after your first night. You do kind of, you, you hit a different level of relaxation. And like you said, some of my best memories with Disney Cruise Line, and it's been on the podcast cruises, have been basically just like, you know, 11.30, 11.45 at night, sitting by the pizza window right before it closes with friends yep. and, and just talking about life. You know, I'm not, not like yep. seeing a show. We'd already seen a great show that night earlier in the night. We'd had a great meal. Now we're having ice cream and eating pizza at 11.30 on a Tuesday night. I mean, it's like you're the king of the world at that point. That's we were hitting up the pizza place, I think, every night. <laughs> and you can get a whole pizza. So we would just bring a pizza yeah. and set it down at the table. And <laughs> just, that's when you know like life is so good, you know, because like you know, you, you think about it like, okay, it's eleven thirty on a on like a Wednesday night. You know what I'm sitting yep. here in the ocean. That's what we're like with friends, <laughs> having pizza, having a drink, and just talking about life and making memories. I mean it's it's exactly. really special. Yeah, it's very cool. Exactly. It, it was it it was great. And yes, all of the stories, I mean, plenty of stories that came out of it. And all of the Halloween entertainment was awesome. The kids went trick-or-treating. My son was Sorcerer Mickey and my daughter was the broom with the water bucket. Oh, and I think I loved me. that. <laughs> yeah. It, oh, gosh. It was. And um, we didn't even talk about Avengers and, and Arendelle, yeah. um, the restaurants, but they were amazing. Uh, uh, my, my son's poking in in the background here. Oh, hey. um, they were amazing. <laughs> so real quick, um, about yeah. those real quick though, which, which was your favorite? Would you say out of those two, out of the, the frozen or the Avengers? Experience? I think the, um, oh gosh, I think the Avengers one, just the whole restaurant kind of environment was awesome. Um, the show was really good. And then Ant-Man and the Wasp kind of come through. Um, and then the food was good too. Um, so we loved being in that restaurant. And then we luckily got to repeat that one for pirate night and they have all of this. It's almost like concept art, like Avengers concept art that's on all of the screens. So they don't do the show multiple times for you, but just like the environment of the restaurant was amazing there. So we loved that one. Um, and then the show at Arendelle was so great and all the characters coming around to the table. Olaf was melted for our, for our show <laughs> so good. we didn't get to see olaf but 
but the rest of the show was awesome. <laughs> Apparently, Olaf is not hurricane proof. Uh, that, yeah. Uh, <laughs> something happened with it. No, I'm excited because I'm kind of a sucker for Frozen because it came out on my birthday. And I remember for my birthday, I took the girls. It was actually on my birthday itself on November 27th is when it came out. And we went with, I mean, Paige and Mallory were little. You know what Paige wasn't, but Mallory was little when it came out. Yeah. And we went to see it together. And it's like, oh, my God, it's two sisters. You know, and it's like, oh, yeah. so now that's got like a special place for me. So I'll probably be a mess when we go to that restaurant, you know, for the podcast <laughs> cruise. Because it's like, I can't, I can't do it. But, yeah, I'm excited. You have me so excited to get on the wish now. I mean, because there's, there's probably, like I said, there's pros. I got Real quick, though. I keep saying we're done, but that's the 15 minutes I know, ago. But, okay, so <laughs> what would you say though? Because you've been on the dream. I mean, was there any anything like you could tell folks that are that are comfortable with the other ships? They've sailed the fantasy, the dream, the magic, the wonder. They've never been on the wish before, but they're getting ready to. Just uh, you know, something that, that maybe you'd pass on to them. Just maybe positive or negative that you thought. Yeah, we so the ship itself like i said is is gorgeous the only thing we just kept coming back to it's like a little disjointed there's only and kind of hard to get around like even after the week we were like where are we what stairs do we have to go to or where there elevators and it only, only has two elevator two banks. banks instead of three yeah which the other four do and yeah. some don't go up all the way yeah. to the top you have to take different ones um, so that was a little confusing. Um, and I just didn't feel like it was as easy to kind of learn and to get around. Um, and like you said earlier, there's not a track that goes all the way around. It's really more of a there and back up some stairs, down some stairs. And so that's, you know, not ideal if you're looking to get in a, a run. Um, the gym was lovely, uh, peaked in there, didn't work out, <laughs> but peaked in there. <laughs> um, but yeah. And, and so I don't know, my husband and I came to, I think we prefer the old ships. Um, they just, I, I don't know, it, maybe it's the kind of nautical and like the wood and the dark and, and it's the ease to get around and all of that. Um, we preferred the dream to this one, um, but I will say the food and kind of experiences, the shows and entertainment on The Wish were top notch. I think they probably beat out the dream. So I don't think you can go wrong <laughs> on whatever you're getting on. <laughs> and, that's, and that's what I like variety, right? Variety of itineraries, variety of now ship layouts and designs and all that stuff. So, uh, yeah, again, can't wait to get on The Wish. I got till July, uh, so fun. not too long. Well, hey, Courtney. I know that you're very busy. I appreciate your time here on a Monday. And, uh, man, you made the best of a bad situation. But, hey, you got bonus days at sea. So I'm. So, I know. I'm, you I'm can't kinda, complain about that. I'm kind of hoping for a hurricane in July. I'm not lying, I but I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> it's not hurricane season. But, yeah, keep us out there. You know, whatever. But, you yeah, know, thanks for coming on. It's been a great show. I'm sure everybody's just smiling right along with us. And, uh, you know, we'll have to do this again sometime. Yes, yes. Until next time. That's right. All right. Hey, don't forget today's show brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Check them out for all of your Disney trip planning needs. The agents are standing by right now to help you plan an amazing Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney trip. Check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link. That one extra click really does help us out. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You make all these shows possible. Couldn't do it without you. And our patrons get that bonus show every week called Mike in the Midwest. And this past week, we talked about those ho uh, holiday parties that you have in elementary school. I talked about my perspective as a teacher. And when I was a kid, some of the crazy stuff we did in kindergarten, I dressed up like a Kiss character for Halloween. Nobody would be able to do that anymore. But yeah, we had fun with that. So if you want to get on to that, come on over patreon.com 
slash be our guest podcast. Scott and I will be together this Sunday night. It's the live BOGP open line. So if you want to be on the show, we're taking your calls. It's Sunday night, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. Just join us on YouTube or Facebook and give us a call. We'll talk Disney with you. So we'll see you Sunday night. You can also uh, give me a yell on the social media, Instagram and Twitter at Be Our Guest Mike. Talk to you this week. All right, time to get out of here and let you get on with your Monday. So for Courtney down in Marietta, Georgia, I'm Mike here in St. Peter's, Missouri, wishing you a great week. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.